0: You some
1: PWE crew, Dan O'Mack, Big Kaz, J Bird, and your host. Rokowski.
0: It's Pro Wrestling Edge, and we are live today here at Super Soup, Summer Suplex with Nine Planets Comics here at 2702 Vanborn Dearborn Heights. We got the House of Truth is in here. We got Eric Hodson, the illustrator for mess bucket comics and bucket bucket Bucket. Bucket. thanks bucket Bucket. mess bucket comics and the star of today the brooklyn brawler is in town the WWF slash e legend himself is here i got big kaz with me big kaz you pretty stoked yeah man it's pretty awesome you know to see
2: you know a legend like the brooklyn brawler you know he played so many different gimmicks in wrestling and Everybody's coming in, getting their autographs. You see people in here with figurines and belts and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, first time doing something like this. I know. It's first time. You you definitely know, definitely usually, if we're lives. set up, we're
0: at shows. Yeah, yeah definitely. that's why I said earlier before we started. Mm-hmm. It's weird not having the headphones on so we can hear each other. But, you know, <laughs> let's
3: tell them who we're welcomed with.
0: Yes, we are welcomed with the man himself from Nine Planets, Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing?
3: I am doing great. Doing um, great. Having a wonderful time at this event so far.
0: Oh, dude, it's just starting to kick off, so it's getting oh, yeah. ready to heat up here in a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah, we, we definitely expect more foot traffic through the store. Oh, it's, without a doubt. Yes.
0: Being SummerSlam weekend, um, real quick, what's your favorite SummerSlam event? Year?
3: I'm probably. Uh, that's a tough question. I'm going to probably have to go with uh, 2004, though. All right, that's 2004 a good one.
0: was a solid match card.
3: I enjoyed it. Definitely,
0: definitely was, definitely was. So tell us
3: about how you guys came a little bit about with today. So uh, with SummerSlam being uh, right next to our hometown in Detroit, we definitely had to put on some kind of event. We had the brawler in the store once before, super great guy, so we had to invite him back for this wonderful event. We have House of Truth here, awesome people. We have Eric Hudson, we have Mess Bucket Comics. We're enjoying the hell out of it, promoting as much as we can throughout the weekend when was the last time brawler was here he was here last year uh i can't remember what exactly event but it was another wrestling so about, event about, that about, we... about a year ago or yeah so.
0: okay okay that's pretty cool i didn't know he was returning i like oh, that yeah. i like that so with SummerSlam also going on this weekend you said that you were going to be there i'm going to be there what are you looking forward to tomorrow
3: I'm really looking forward to the Brock and Cody match. Yes. I think that should be a solid match. I don't think they're going to give Cody the win, though. Really? I think Brock's going to go over. I think they, they're oh. doing that like hard times storyline with uh, so with Cody, mm-hmm. making him work up to that big win. And I'm assuming he's going to win at next year's Mania, taking the belt off of Roman. That's bit. what we're all hoping for. Yes. I've, I've had
2: this feeling about Cody since he came back to WWE. You know, that everybody thought that they were just going to kind of hand it over to him. No, they're going to make him go through some difficulties. They're going to build up that love and support for Cody. Oh, yeah. Having Brock just annihilated It'll be (laughs) something that WWE will do. Oh
0: yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'm excited to see Brock just live in person. I've
3: never seen him live in person before. This will be my first time too, so I'm excited for like the big pyro and all that. Yeah,
0: definitely definitely. And I'm excited to do the whoa with the
3: Cody entrance. (laughs) That and uh LA Knights, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that too. Yes,
0: man. I'm very excited for tomorrow.
3: But um, going to be a great time tomorrow.
0: A little bit more on the future. What do you guys got planned? Anything else you can leak out for us?
3: As of right now, uh, about six months ago, we bought a collection from a Black Jack Brown's wife. A little backstory on Black Jack Brown. He started wrestling in the, I mean, working in the wrestling business in the 70s, writing for the WWF programs for Madison Square Garden. In the 90s, he switched over to photography, so we got about 10 to 20,000 pictures in the, in the back right now. So we're going to slowly work, work into those and try putting much more out for set.
0: Oh, dude, that sounds like it's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Somebody that actually worked under uh, Vince Sr. there. Yeah, Yep. That's, that's some pretty, a lot pretty of history, cool history with his history. Yeah, career. You got back there. I'm excited to see what you guys have.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, one of my favorite pictures is Andre the Giant pissing at a urinal. Oh. Like, and it's just so unique and so random. Like, I loved it, man.
0: Dude, that's got to be awesome yeah. to see him standing next to see how small the urinal is. Probably like, <laughs> looks like the king. Oh, yeah. definitely. You, know?
3: you can definitely see those size comparison <laughs> when you look at the photo, for sure.
0: All right, well, Jake, thank you very much for your time. I you will, uh, you guys. We will definitely be on and chilling out throughout the day, like you said. Oh, yeah. We're here for a couple more hours, and it's going to be a blast.
3: It is. I can't wait for uh, to see what it, how it turns out. Definitely,
0: and actually, we'll be coming back with. A well, questions. first, you know,
2: before you know, we get into that, I wanted to call, say a couple things. Josh Brokowski, man, we've missed you. We've all missed each other. You know, we took the summer off. This is really the first thing. You know, coming back to where we've all got to, you know, you know, minus Jaybird. That's why I'm being so bad at this
0: right now. Yeah,
2: little rusty, little rusty. You're Very talking rusty. quiet like, you know, you're telling secrets in class, but we could talk we could talk we always usually talk too loud with the microphone or the the headphones like say, right now we don't I can't have the. Hear yeah That's so why. you think you're gonna talk too loud yeah you know rocking the signature glasses look you know hats backward brokowski is back I'm the host back. the host is back although this will bro- probably bro- 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 come bro- 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 bro. back yeah this this will come I out after you know out, we'll like have a few episodes strokes. you know but you know yeah we're, we're gonna have a interview with steve lombardi a little bit the brooklyn brawler you know a couple other gimmicks but Let's talk about something that, you know, it's going to go on tonight. Well, the results, the show will be over. You know, Flophouse runs tonight, mm-hmm. SummerSlam Week, and there's a lot of things going a on. Lot of a lot
0: ICWs of ICWs this weekend. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like I'm cheating on my indie promotions. You are. You are. indie guys, because I'm going Strictly WWE this week. I'm just going to... Uh, summer slam and I do feel horrible about it so and you, you blew listening. the bank you I know everybody bad.
2: after this comes out when you see Josh no matter how many months down the road when you see Brokowski shame him for not coming to Flophouse with Big Cass just if, if you if, give me a lot if, of if you, shit it, yeah Justin Kyle is gonna give you a lot of shit you know that's definitely going to happen if you know you know me and Brokowski are the Flophouse OG's you know that's they're right. from day one so uh, just looking at the card, I know you're not going to be there tonight. What What would you look forward to to see? It?
0: Definitely looking forward to seeing Randy defending the title on a uh, Flop you know? Yeah, yeah, two or RPW Rust titles are you know? going to be
2: defended on on show tonight. Right, yeah, so we'll start it. with the Rand- Randy and it, it, Randy and Hoodfoot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's 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 really torn on that one.
0: But that's how you know it's going to be a good fight because it's like almost like a uh, a, mo- a mother son relationship right there. And that's what it is,
2: you know. Randy helped build Hoodfoot up into what he is, you know, what he has been. You know, they've kind of taken it under the wing. Hoodfoot's a Flophouse original. Hoodfoot is, you know, the second mm. champion of Flophouse, and he held that for quite a while.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, he did hold it for a while. Did a good job. Did yeah. a good job of holding
2: it too. Uh, speaking of Flophouse Championship, you know we got our uncle, Uncle Q, Apollo Star. He's defending against Satu Jin and Matt Tremont, I believe. I b- Is it? I, I know it was a death match.
0: Yes, I think you're right. I think you are right on that. I think his first, de-
2: you know, not his first death match, but you know, it's not Chuck something he normally you know, does. Hard in front of us. Yeah, we don't. I'm just winging it right I now.
0: Check that out. So be sure.
2: He's doing it in a death match. He says he's not scared. There's, there's no way there's going to be a main event in his in his promo without him in it. Oh well, Can't let's find it real quick. Uh, Brokowski, there, there's, there's uh, RPW's other uh, belt that's being defended tonight.
0: Their tag team titles, Midwest Scum, is defending against.
2: No, no, so no. never mind. Randy isn't fighting hoodfoot tonight because we had this I all wrong. All we should have pulled up. We should
0: have pulled up the card. <laughs> we got this all jacked up. Dude. There's so that's many wrestling. Week. There's yeah, so many shows is, going on yeah. right now. Randy versus
1: Kevin
0: Giza. Kevin that's, Giza. Giza. that's what it is. That's who it is. Giza. No wonder why we couldn't figure out his name. We his don't name like Giza. Yeah, the
2: boss is walking away, rubbing you know elbows. Saying? We're not Giza
0: fans, so what do you expect? You can't you can't keep track of everybody. Yeah, because that's that's right. Because so that's the main event, though, right?
4: What's the main no, event No, the main event is... For tonight is a House title on death match versus Matt Tremont
2: and Seth That was we were right. right. I was okay, right about so we're, the Matt we're Tremont.
0: We're yes. Those are good odds batting 500. Hey, we're we good. took a month
2: off. We haven't done our homework.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my first one back in month, and it was a long month, too. There was, like, five shows that I missed.
2: Five shows? I think you – I mean, how much of that month had, were you drunk? <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It, it is July. Lot. It is summertime. It is, And as you know, if you're a listener, you know we take that time off to for ourselves.
0: But yeah. –
2: yeah, back to the RPW tag team. Champions. I would've been
0: excited to see Tremont. I've never seen Tremont live. Yeah, so you're I'm missing ge- out, bro. I'm really jealous. You're on missing that out. One. I get to see Tremont. Yeah, that see- one does hurt. That one does sting, and it's gonna be a good one. And then who's in the full? Who does Tommy fight in the full fuckery match? You know the 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 Lego the, the Lego with one, it. yeah. So
2: Eric Dillinger,
0: uh, Mickey Knuckles. Because I know uh, our boy Don gets a shit ton of Legos coming over tonight. Yeah, the Holland family the always Holland coming through. you know they
2: logos. went out. They broke. The, you know they spent a lot of money. Love them, represent to make Shout weapons to the for this week, and not only Flophouse, but you know, the, you know ICW versus XICW before SummerSlam. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That one I'm look, most looking forward to is the the rematch of uh, Justin Kyle and Isaiah Bronner. Oh. You know, we've seen them live in the pit. Now they're going to do it again in the ring.
2: In the, chains. in the chains. In the chains. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited for that one. I
2: mean, there's going to be a lot of incredible matches on that card, too. Three,
0: speaking of Tremont, I mm mean three, he's coming and taking on Matt Tremont on that one. I think,
2: you know, tonight at Flophouse, he's got Paul London. Tomorrow at XICW, ICW, he's got Matt Tremont. You know, also the debut of Chuck Stein, the dirty white boy, yes. man. Lincoln Park's own in the Lincoln Park Center.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're very excited. Big Chuck fans here, so we're proud and happy to see him finally getting this credit, due. Yeah. Should have been in the chains a while ago, but... Shit happens. What do you expect?
2: Well, I mean that's all we were talking about the show. We don't want to give away too, too much. You guys have already seen it yeah, probably yes, by it's now. Be old you news know it now. is going to be old news. We're just Everybody giving our thoughts. The
0: highlights online. Dan O'Mac just showed up.
2: Yeah, he's online. in and out, in and out. i
0: doing my thing. Doing my thing. I love it. I love it. You know, well,
2: uh, yeah, we'll take a little break here, and then we'll be coming back with the interview with the Brooklyn Brawler. Let's get
1: high. The uh, bushwhackers kangaroo. People don't even know that. That's that's something that people would never know. Google. You can go on YouTube and see it. You can see uh, the, the kangaroo with the bushwhackers. When you see the kangaroo, you realize I'm the one underneath the suit. That's that's a trivia that no one else would know.
4: Other than the Brooklyn Brawler, which was what you were the majority of your career, is there one of your other gimmicks that you enjoyed doing?
1: Well, I really enjoyed Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, which I got from the movie The Warriors where uh, they had gangs and one of them was baseball players with their faces painted like baseball. And uh, I came up with the I- idea, I had it as a wrestler. So I had a wrestler named uh, Damian Demento, he was an artist. Yeah. And he, I took a napkin, I said, Damian, draw a picture of uh, a baseball face with a, face with a baseball on it and I knocked on Vince's door and I, I told Vince, I said, Vince, look at this, what do you think? This is my idea, he, he looked at it and he says, interesting. He goes, I'll give it some thought. I says, let me just say one other thing. It's never been done before. And all I heard was, really? It's going to be done now? As soon as he heard it, it was never done before. So that's how Abe Knuckleball Schwartz was the, born. That's the magic statement that got it done.
4: When you when you uh, performed as Kimchi, you were the manager for, uh, for Kamala. Um, talking about managers, you had... One of the best in the business, Bobby the Brain Heenan. How was it working with Bobby the Brain Heenan as your manager?
1: Bobby Heenan was the greatest manager of his day. Bobby Heenan was tremendous. He gave me the name Brooklyn Brawler. The only thing I found a little bit odd was he told me to come back. It was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. He's seen a bunch of mud on the floor, and he told me to roll around in the mud. I said, Bobby, you're only teasing me, right? He said, no, I want you to be a dirty, grimy person from Brooklyn that kicks everybody's butt. And I, I just didn't understand why I have to be dirty. He says, just listen to me. Just go out there filthy and dirty like you never washed your clothes, which they actually were clean, but they just looked dirty. And he had the holes in the shirt. Yeah, I, I ripped the holes. And oh, I did promos where I said those holes were ripped when Hogan was on his knees. And he grabbed me, and he, he pulled my shirt, and he ripped a hole. And this one, from Randy Savage. When he grabbed me, and he, he accidentally ripped my shirt. And every hole had represented a person that I wrestled.
4: Here's a, something that happened big for you in 1997. You won a battle royal that gave you the opportunity to wrestle for the world title. And you wrestled Shawn Michaels at Madison Square Garden. Um, how was it to get such a huge opportunity at, at that venue, which is known, that was like WWE's F-Staple venue?
1: Well, what happened was it was a battle royal, and it was supposed to be Ken Shemrock, who was supposed to be the winner. Ken Shemrock got injured and uh they went into vince's room i was with with them all the agents and they said vince can genrocks hurt he cannot win the battle royal and vince mcmahon said uh put the brooklyn brawler over he's local not remembering that he said the winner of the battle Royal will wrestle the WWF at the time, right. World Wrestling Federation Championship. So I remembered, and I said, yes, sir, anything you want. I went in there, I won the Battle Royal, I came back out, and everybody told me, you'll never get your match, you'll never get your match. I knocked on Vince's door, I walked in there, and I said, Vince, I had no idea, but you advertised the winner of this match gets, gets the uh, shot at the next in the next Garden shoot for the World uh, Wrestling Federation Championship. He looked up at me, and he says, you got your match and at the time it was Bret Hart. and there was one month gap between that match and the next garden show, which was the Montreal screw job. So the, after the Montreal screw job, it became Sean Michaels. Now Sean Michaels of that day is not the same Sean Michaels of today, right? Like I wasn't Sean sure Michaels wanted to do it. But I was sitting in a bar with Arnold Skoller, and he turned to Shawn Michaels. He goes, you know who you're wrestling in the garden? And he goes, who? He goes, the guy right next to me. I said, okay, here it is. It's dead now. Shawn Michaels says, you're kidding me. I love it. He goes, can you super kick? Can you leapfrog? Can you do this? He was 100% into it. And if you watch the match, you can actually see the match if you go on YouTube. It, the guy made me look like a million dollars. Oh, he put you over. He was kicking, like, out on two and a half. I was bumping... Uh, I knocked a Triple H off the apron. I was I, I, I took the two heads and I slammed them together and I did a whole bunch of stuff to them uh
4: let's move a little bit more uh current time 2012 uh wwe had uh, their first event at the barclay center which was tlc and you teamed up with the miz and Alberto del rio against 3mb and you got the pinfall over jinder mahal um how was the experience to get the victory in the first wwe event in the barclay centers in brooklyn which
1: is it was great it was my hometown and uh They actually called me up the day before, and they said, you're coming to uh, the Barclays Center. Vince wants you to wrestle, and they never told me that I was going to win the match. And uh, I went to the Barclays Center, and I found out I was in a six-man tag, and I figured, okay, you're just going to beat me. And they said, no, you're going to win. And I said, oh, my God. I said, this is insane. But I became uh, a winner in my hometown in the Barclays Center in the first event ever for the WWE or F. I don't remember if it was E or F wwe right yeah and uh,
4: and you yeah. beat a future wwe champion, champion so basically he never
1: got his rematch with me which uh we don't know to this day if i would have been the world champion
4: i mean we don't know you've been a part of this business for a long time you've accomplished many things and you've worn many hats You were manager, in-ring performer, backstage producer. You worked with young talent. You've even trained and and taught the stars of tomorrow. Is there a part of the business that you feel you enjoyed the most?
1: I enjoyed what I did because people thought I was losing the match. But actually, I think there should be an uh, an Emmy or an award given to, to me because I convinced those people that I was losing to these people. And what I was doing was making these people.
4: You had a hand in
1: making so many stars. I made a lot of stars, especially Ultimate Warrior. I had Bret Hart's first match in WWF. I had Owen Hart's first match here. I had Mark Henry's first match. I had Ricky Steamboat's first match I, in WWF, They were in yeah, Charlotte, yeah, yeah. they were in other places. But The Rock has never been in front of an audience in his life, ever. And he wrestled me and if you watch it on uh on young rock season two episode eight and if you watch that episode you could see how they booed him when he went in the ring and i told him to just shut up and listen to me and he listened to every word i said and by the time the match was over they were cheering him and two days later he got a contract
4: you know wrestling today there's not a lot of wrestlers that have the job that you had of working with talent and making talent the superstars and getting them to the main event and all that is there anyone or a few wrestlers that you enjoyed working with the most on their way to the top on making them that star
1: well, Ultimate Warrior would have to be one of them because he was very limited. He wasn't a great technician. He was a big, mu- he was a muscle man, and uh, he knocked me out twice by accident. And I wrestled him about forty-seven consecutive times in a row. That's why when you watch these shows on uh, what's the WWE Network? No, the one with the tragedies or
4: oh the- yeah, yeah, I know no. the ring. Dark side, side of the, of the ring.
1: ring. They do not show half of what really happened in their career. I was doing the clown. Uh, Vince actually called me up at home and told me to uh, fly to Cleveland, get the suit from Matt Bourne's wife, then fly to Stanford, we'll teach you how to do the paint job, then fly to Calgary and wrestle Brett for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. They don't even show me one time in the series wrestling as Doink the Clown. They left that out. They left out the part where I wrestled Owen Hart at least 50 times, and I wrestled Blue Blazers probably 50 times. They left all that out. They left all the main things out and they show just the tragedies of the person. You know what I mean? I want to do the light side of the ring, because there was a lot of good in these people. that They're showing only the bad. And there was a lot of things that I was a part of that they're not even showing.
4: I would say that of anyone that had the role that you had in that time, the the person that the company trusted to get in the ring with an up-and-comer, someone that elevated them to the next level, I don't think no one, has made a name for themselves as much as the brooklyn brawler then you move to a producer role is there any talent that you enjoyed working with behind the scenes to help them the same do the same thing but in that capacity of a producer instead of in the ring with them
1: i would say i helped john cena tremendously They weren't giving John Cena a second look and I was taking a formula and I was telling him how Rock got himself popular and the things he did and he would take me in the room and he actually told me I was the most tenacious man he ever met in his life, which later he he changed the story, oh yeah, you know, I never said that, this and that, but I told him what to say, what what to say in his promos and uh, I took him from a a nobody and I told him, and he he was always run his promos by me before he went out there and uh, it's an unknown secret that he would never tell. And uh, he said at one time on, on on some social media thing that I'm one of the three people that were influential in his career. And like Kennedy, remember Kennedy? Mm-hmm. Mr. Kennedy! I said, listen, I'm gonna tell you a little something, but I don't want you to tell him that I told you to, to do this. He goes, okay, well, I said, I want you to just say, mister, and then put the mic to the audience and watch the whole audience say Kennedy. And I says, but when it, when it get, when get the people react to it and go crazy and Vince tells you it was a great idea, don't tell him I told you. That's a secret nobody ever knew, except Kennedy.
4: We were asked actually recently, earlier this year, got to meet Mr anderson now um he was running the combat one you did an appearance recently for combat one wrestling at their show out in fowlerville uh we actually met mr anderson at a combat one show earlier in the year um is there anyone else that you worked with behind the scenes that you felt you felt um was more openly appreciative of 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 the guidance and the help that you gave him
1: well, a lot of people didn't even realize the, the guidance I was giving them. What I did was I took their weaknesses, I hit it. I took their strengths, I, I accentuated it. They didn't realize I was doing that, but I, like Mark Henry, I would not let him high fly. I would do power spots with him wrestlers that were great high flyers coming off the top I would have them do that I wouldn't have them do power spots so I was taking the strong points I was bringing them out I was taking their weak points and I was hiding them I w- wasn't letting them do it so many people didn't even realize I was doing that people thought I was losing but I wasn't losing I was making stars
4: right like I said this is SummerSlam weekend is a big weekend pay per was there a Pay-per-view event, WrestleMania, survival Series—what that that you really enjoyed being a part of, whether it was in the ring or behind the scenes.
1: Well, I enjoyed. I was in WrestleMania five with, with uh, Bobby Heenan was managing me, and I was wrestling with Terry Taylor, and uh, Terry Taylor was booked against Bobby Heenan in WrestleMania five at Trump Plaza in Atlanta City, and uh, uh, Terry beat him like in three minutes flat. I jumped in the ring. I beat the hell out of him. I, I beat him up, and I, he, he 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 made a comeback. He, he he started beating me up. He took my hat. He threw it to the audience. I came back. I renewed my angle with him for another nine months. Then they told me Vince wants you in the interview in the back. He wants you to interview in the back, you know, about what happened. I said, I went in the back, and he goes to me, "Where's your hat?" I says, "I lost." it. he goes, "No, you didn't." Terry threw it to the ring. I said, "Vince, there's one thing you'll never make me as a stooge." I said, "I will not be a stooge. I will not. I will never tell." Something that other pr- people did, be, because I'm not like that way. I grew up in Brooklyn, and being a, a snitch or stooge—if people don't know the word stooge—is a crime. It's the worst thing you could do, and that's that's the story of the WrestleMania. I
4: in more recent years, you've transitioned and you've had roles where you've been a trainer for uh, for the Stars of Tomorrow. Um, is that something that you enjoy doing? Um, teaching the Stars of Tomorrow. Uh,
1: I don't think the stars of today would be reciprocal, you know, they wouldn't be willing to even believe that they have something to be taught. They think they already know it all. And they they don't realize how much farther they could go, you know, because there isn't a person like me that could pass on the knowledge that I have to tell them, well, this look good, that look bad, this look good, that look bad, because they already know. They think they know, but they don't know they could they go a lot farther than they are, even though they're doing very well.
4: Well, we appreciate you jumping on. We don't want to take too much of your time. We uh, we loved hearing the stories about how Abe Knuckleball Shorts came about, um, your time with By the Brain Heaton, your your matches with Shawn Michaels and all the big stars, and the hand that you had helping to put these wrestlers to become stars. Um, a lot of people don't realize, because like I said, they looked at at someone like you as just someone that lost all their matches.
1: Yeah well you know what I look at me as a person that, bull- that deserves an Oscar because if I can convince you that I lost those matches and have people think I lost those matches then I must be a pretty good actor.
4: Well we need to have a petition to put Brooklyn Brawler in the WWE Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, good luck. About 100,000 people told me that.
4: Well Brooklyn Brawler we appreciate your time and uh, we enjoy talking with you. Yeah,
1: thank you i do was a decent?